chat, challenge, leave things better. This is Webademic, a semi-regular broadcast about the way the web is changing our lives, why we should care, and how we can act together for good. This is episode three with your hosts, Mike Wicket and Jeff Sage. Hi, Jeff. Hi, Mike. So this is episode three of uh, Webademic. Today we're talking about mobile madness. The mobile web. I have absolutely no idea how to describe something that's changed the entire computing industry forever. I think it's impossible. We might have to uh, go to the Tuesday, January 9th, 2007 version of Steve Jobs uh, because I think he said it best uh, whilst he was basically reinventing the phone. Every once in a while, a revolutionary product comes along that changes everything. And since he did that, the mobile revolution has seen staggering growth. Crazy growth. Growth that's moving faster than Watsky after Red Bull for breakfast. I love Watsky. Do we get points for uh, using him? I think we... I think we get some cool points, but then I think we get some uh, income statement and debit uh, income statement credit because <laughs> we'll have to uh, watch our backs. Watsky. We'll have to watch our backs after that Watsky clip. <laughs> well, I think it's worth looking at uh, the size of the mobile movement or just trying to put it in perspective. We did a little bit of research and it took about 17 years for the traditional PC uh, based web to reach 1 billion connected devices. And mobile devices are projected to reach 10 billion in just five years. So the difference is absolutely mind-blowing. That's, that's incredible. It's crazy. It, it sounds funny to say out loud, but that basically makes the mobile device the world's first truly global platform, of which I'm sure we'll get corrected on that. But it seems like that makes it the world's first truly global platform. Um. I'm not seeing a lot of stats out there for 80% penetration of PCs in developing countries. Are you? No, absolutely. You're, you're totally right. I mean, it's mobile devices are the future, are, are really the only way to access uh, the web and the internet in developing countries. I mean, they don't have the infrastructure for traditional networks. They don't have cable, uh, internet, they don't have DSL. But it's, I mean, you know, it's still expensive, but it's a lot easier to put up a, a cell tower and have people use uh, wireless devices to access the internet than it is to run cable across an entire continent. So I think that's a huge part of what's bringing the web to uh, to the rest of the world. And I think uh, Nicholas Negroponte of the, uh, the One Laptop Per Child project has been pointing out for years that it's tough to argue against connectivity for all as an education platform. Why would a kid in the developing world need a laptop of all things when they might not have food, they probably some cases don't live beyond the age of five, they don't have drinking water, uh, and the parents earn a dollar a day or less. Good grief, why should they have a laptop? Take the word laptop and substitute the word education, and nobody would say that. This is probably the only hope, and I don't want to place too much on OLPC, but if I really have to look at sort of how to eliminate poverty and create peace and work on the environment, I think I can't think of a better way to do it. Yeah, the global context 
it's really difficult to argue from an educational perspective that a mobile device for every human or access to the internet uh, as a human right, uh, you know, isn't a good thing. Um, Absolutely. And it, I mean, even just, I'm sure, you know, you can appreciate this, that having, having the internet in your pocket, even though it sounds so cliche, actually changes the way that we work on an hourly basis, not just work in the traditional sense, but you know, how many times have you been having a conversation with someone and wanted to fact check something really quickly, you pulled out your phone and Googled it. I mean that the ability to connect to that kind of knowledge so quickly, and that's a trivial, trivial example, but the ability to, to be able to research something uh, in a heartbeat is, is life-changing. Well, and outside of the global context, there's a lot of companies uh, creating excellent applications for their customers. Uh, innovative organizations are getting a lot more serious about mobile apps. Uh, they recognize the potential to engage with their, I guess, their existing and their new customers, and they want to use mobile platforms to keep them coming back for more content. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, a huge part of that is uh, is apps, right? And I mean, the word app uh, didn't even exist in our collective lexicon until Apple launched the App Store in 2008. And I mean, before then, it was, you know, it was sort of applications were just something that you ran on your computer, like Word or, you know, whatever you use for email. Uh, but now apps in, in the shortened version have become this thing that, uh, you know, was, is an entire industry that, that wasn't around until we had the App Store. And we've seen the rise of killer apps like Instagram. You know, Facebook is a huge uh, mobile app that people are using every day. And a great example of a relatively new app uh, in a newer industry is a company that's close to us here in town called Voices.com. And they're an industry-leading website that connects businesses with professional voice talent. So, Jeff, you were at an event where they launched this thing and uh, had a chance to chat with some of them. Yeah, here's a little bit about what they had to say. Check. Tell me uh, your name, where you work, what your Twitter handle is. Ben Jackson. I work at Voices.com. And my Twitter handle is BN Jackson. Hey, well, I'm Stephanie Cicerelli, co-founder of Voices.com, also the chief marketing officer. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at, at Steph Cicerelli. My name is David Cicerelli, the CEO and co-founder of Voices.com. Uh, what I do day to day is uh, lead a team here in London, Ontario of about 25 staff. And uh, we operate an online marketplace that connects businesses, business people, creative uh, folks, with professional voiceover talent. My Twitter handle is <laughs> at David Cicerelli. Start off by telling me a little bit about how you think the mobile revolution is just affecting business overall in general. <laughs> it's affecting business dramatically. I mean, we've, it's gone for a couple years ago, we're seeing about 5% of our traffic coming from mobile devices. Now we're up to 14% of our uh, traffic coming from mobile devices, and that's, and that's growing. I mean, there's definitely, we're seeing a definite demand for people, um, you know, utilizing our, our website or our service through their mobile devices, and, and that's, just, that's just becoming a growing trend. I think that if a business is not aware of the mobile space, they need to be, because that's how most of their customers are trying to get a hold of them. Uh, it kind of started maybe with the social media, everyone just kind of being that much more accessible and, and customer service and one hour or less sort of thing. But you also have people using their devices from anywhere. So not only do they have the expectation they can get a hold of you in a very short space of time in a variety of channels, but also that uh, they can get a hold of you in the way that they want to. I think the 
I think the f- place where it really started was was really that shift from you know when we all replaced our kind of standard feature phones um, to the new smartphones. So switching from just simply you know m- making a call, you know maybe even having a contact list in there if you're sophisticated enough, sending a few text messages to where we are now, which is downloading apps for every imaginable purpose, you know, news, weather, sports, you know, Facebook, games, um, the list goes on. Um, So I think that was kind of what prompted it to happen was the ability to download, download apps. So how do you think the recent deployment of the Voices.com app will change how audio producers and audio consumers search for talent online? Um, for us, a lot of you know one of the biggest challenges that we face um, is that clients really do love the experience. They just don't hear about us yet. So, you know, making that um, shift from realizing that Voices.com is a website, dest- like a destination website, to more of a platform that has multiple channels. That was kind of the aha moment for us. Well, I think it puts the power in the consumer's hands because now they can they can find a voice talent or source a voice talent or complete their job literally from anywhere. You can just pull the app out on your iPhone, in this case, and you can just look for those qualities and maybe you'll find the voice talent that you want in the car, saving yourself another 45 minutes to an hour by the time you get home, wherever you need to be at work, and all of a sudden you're ready to go. It's, it's, it's kind of a, a new way of multitasking for people who maybe didn't do that before. What advice would you give to other entrepreneurs uh, as they sort of look at uh, migrating into the mobile space? Well, I think the first thing is you, you have to try it. I mean, it's the same thing with any new emerging technology is you need to, um, you know, I'm, you need to be willing enough to give something a shot. But I think it's creating that optimal experience for your customers that will really kind of turn heads um, and show that you're dedicated for the long haul, not just using decade-old technology and trying to jam it into a phone, it's not the same experience. Um, so I think there's a bit of kind of admission that needs to happen there and realize that, you know, times are changing, let's get on with it, that now we have real estate on their phone all the time. And that's incredibly valuable to have, you know, a little app, a little icon installed on somebody's phone. I mean, we know that the, the phone is probably your most kind of precious thing. You don't want to lose your phone. It's more important than your wallet or your keys. Um, so being able to have kind of a part of our brand with our customers, wherever they are, I think is incredibly valuable. Yeah, so clearly for a lot of organizations, the mobile space truly represents uncharted innovation in, in digital media. And consumers all over the world seem to be retiring from other forms of communication and content consumption for, you know, largely digital and mobile options. Um, you know, Comscore, I think, recently underscored this point by stating that I think it was 82% of time spent with mobile media happens via apps. That's crazy. That's a lot. That's such a huge amount. Of, like, that's such a huge percentage of time. Well, and a lot like the social web, mobile apps are far from a fad, right? You know, that's it's more like the 21st century gold standard for connected customer service. And you see that more and more with organizations that are doing mobile properly. Uh, it's about connecting with customers in a different way that adds value and doesn't add to the noise. 
Yeah, totally. I mean, it's it's a when you know that you can pull your phone out of your pocket and and tap on an app to connect to a company right away, rather than having to browse to their website and find their contact information or God forbid call them. Um, you know, that's a huge that's a huge leap forward in customer satisfaction and customer experience. So it's it's smart on their part. We're not even really scratching the surface on this mobile action. No, it's true. So what we're going to do is is make this into a, a probably a two part series on on mobile madness, and in the second part we're going to talk to some industry leaders in the mobile space and find out a little bit more, uh, maybe a bit more on a technical level, um, on a deeper level. Just find out how they're changing the way that they design for the web uh, in response to mobile. So what are they doing to make it easier for users to access the information that they want, whether they're on a 27-inch iMac or on their iPhone or on an Android phone or whatever it is. Um, and, and we'll kind of touch on some of those things and, and hear from their perspective uh, about how mobile is affecting them. Stay tuned for part two of Mobile Madness on Webademic. A special thanks to our guests, David Cicerelli, Stephanie Cicerelli, and Ben Jackson. Guest bios and resources can be found in our show notes section at webademic.org.